Hello. <laughs> Hello. And welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Weird booksmen. Uh, Tom, I'm mm-hmm. taking a little bit more of a professional tone this week. I can tell. I mean, you've had a bunch of beers, but the professional mean? tone's still coming through. It's coming through loud and clear, I'm uh-huh. sure. Um, Tom, we've never done this before, mm-hmm. and I think it's long overdue. We're going to do a state of the podcast <laughs> and uh, some performance reviews. Well, uh, yeah, I mean... W- We've never done this before because it sounds boring. What are you talking about? A performance review? Of what? Of the podcast or of me? Uh, no, no. Books the podcast. Oh, okay. the, the the principal players within. <laughs> me and you? Yeah. And a cavalcade of authors. Yeah, exactly. Well, we won't be talking. I mean, we'll be talking about and the authors a little bit. literary characters. Tom, we've been doing this show mm-hmm. for almost... I think three years. Uh, books, books the podcast? podcast. Yeah, probably that sounds about right. Yeah, since 2019. Hold on, I got, I got I, Tom. I have the receipts, and we've covered what uh, 150 books. I'm gonna guess. How many books do you think we've covered? <laughs> I'm gonna guess maybe a dozen. No, no, seriously. Oh, uh, well, if it takes and this us is, about how many? How many? Like, because there have been some. Like, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. you read two stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we did an episode uh, where I read a few O. Henry stories. <laughs> but like, how many like chunks? We, we, many, I wish like... we did an episode where I read a few O. Punky stories. <laughs> you know what we called that episode? The O. Henry episode? What? O. Henry, you devil. <laughs> <laughs> good one. That was good. Uh, but like, how many... Um... Stories? How many, like, Sherlock Holmes is one. Okay. O. Henry is one. Oh, okay. How many, that. like, uh, How many... books? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to guess 30? 41. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Doing pretty well. We're, we're, we're pretty Regular well read. George W. Bush's. Yeah. So I think it's it's about time to... We're look. pretty well read. We've read, between the two of us, 40 stories. <laughs> Tom, we'll get, we'll, get, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Look, everything's going great. Mm-hmm. The show is stronger than ever, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, at an all-time high. I think last week when we were talking about like, hey, uh, give us an idea of you know, what type of book should we read next? Yeah. That got my my gears going, Tom. Okay. And I was like, maybe we need to take a look at like- What we have done. What we have done, what we've done well, what has mm-hmm. resonated. Mm-hmm. Um, so look, I don't want to- Look, we can we can have a free flowing conversation, but <laughs> by the end of this episode, here's what I want to reveal. Okay, and I'm prepared to reveal all of this. Our uh, regular, uh, uh, what's his name from the Mass Magician, Valentino. Tis I, Valentino. <laughs> we will reveal who is responsible for the most successful and entertaining content on Books the Podcast. <laughs> well, how do you using the numbers, baby? I uh, I crunched the numbers. Yeah. Hey, you've always poo pooed engagement. Well, but I mean, there's good engagement, bad engagement. If somebody's uh, uh, hey. leaving a comment to leave you a death threat, then... all publicity <laughs> is good publicity. Even people, uh, even engagement to kill you. on a private thing will uh, determine once and for all who works harder to serve our loyal patrons, me or you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it'll become clear who's smarter, and one of us... It'll become clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of us will make a startling confession <laughs> All right. that will turn the world of books the podcast upside down. Okay. Well, I'm guessing that's going to be you, because I'm not planning on me, unless you're going to back me into a corner. Perry Mason, maybe. And, and force me to make a startling yeah. confession. Who knows? But yeah. all will be revealed by the end of this episode. Did you watch that uh, first season of Perry Mason on HBO? No, it seemed too dark. Oh, it's so good. It's it very seemed good. like Season it was just like a child murder and stuff. Um, I forget who gets murdered. Yeah, there's probably like a kid that gets murdered somewhere in there, but it's yeah. a good show. I like I, it a lot. You know, the only thing I like about Perry Mason, mm-hmm. the part where it goes, yeah, I think that might be in the show. Maybe like the last episode they play that, that banger. When he walk, he's not, uh, He's not the, it's kind of a prequel, the, the yeah. season. The strangest thing, is this why you watched it, mm-hmm. is that it was developed by Robert Downey Jr. as oh. a vehicle for himself post-MCU? Oh, I, did, I learned about that afterwards, oh. um, which that, I do me, think is interesting. It's just like, oh yeah, no, this is my dream, I want to do it. And then he's like, you know what, I'm going to go do the Dr. Doolittle movie <laughs> instead. <laughs> and I'm not sure what would have been a worse career movie do little the yeah, dr yeah. do movie yeah but but i'm sure like doing that dr do movie was like less work for him yeah and then probably like once he was done with that he like looked at his bank account and he was like what am i doing why am i leaving the house does he do anything anymore i don't think so i, I mean, know he wants to become the real Iron life Man. tony stark no he does <laughs> in what, what like he's making investments in like uh world changing or potentially world changing technology that like not um not necessarily like uh tech stuff okay not not like uh the thing is that when we say tech now Mm -hmm. like the tech industry it's all just like hey who can harvest your data best or whatever but like I think like renewable um, energy. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like it should be like who can make a suit of armor that uh, can protect a man and allow him to fly and like shoot. uh... You know, (laughs) he's trying to develop something, right? Like a an Iron Man suit. He's probably got some people's ears where he's like, "Look, when it's ready, give uh, uh, RDJ a call here." Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he's throwing some money. He, the man has more money than God. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm not surprised. Does to he hear have an executive producer credit on all the MCU movies? Not all, but I, I'd be surprised. Because like Favreau does, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he he started uh, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd be surprised if he doesn't towards the end. I mean, I know like th- those last Avengers movies. He made like fifty million dollars a movie or something because yeah. he had like back end points. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's he's. How much would it cost to build a functional Iron, Iron Man, Man suit? Not like like in the first movie, like not in the like yeah, when they not became the, magical. Like, nano, yeah, exactly. yeah, where it's just like gel. That was the one reason I couldn't really get into the MCU. Yeah, it's like, it started getting a little too like uh, all this technology like doesn't exist yeah it was a little more fun when it was more grounded uh like in that first one yeah and i don't need everything to be like hey like uh, hyper grounded if i can't can build this myself i don't want to watch this yeah. movie 
But I think it was like when they when they introduced like magic into the MCU was yeah. when it was like, eh, just have his suit appear out yeah. of a uh, thing on his chest from now on. Ironically, that's when the magic was lost for me. When they introduced well, the magic. I, in fairness, like that is how it works in the uh in the comics. Uh not yeah. all the time with him, but he's had suits that are like that. He's had suits that are crazier than that even. Wow. Tom? Mm-hmm. This is gonna really piss off the guy that hates that we talk about the MCU so much. <laughs> we haven't really in a long time because yeah. I think the movies got bad. Is what happened. Yeah, there's really haven't. Like every time we've talked about it recently, uh, Black Panther two and Thor four, it's been like, eh, it wasn't that. Yeah, great. I haven't seen those movies, um, but mm-hmm. um, I think I want to see the new Ant Man movie. Yeah, yeah. Does that look cool? Yeah. I heard somebody talking about it on a podcast. I haven't even seen the trailer. I, I, I've seen the trailer. The trailer looks cool. The idea seems cool. And uh, I've heard, I, I've seen, you know, people people that know or whatever, rumor people that they've said like, oh, no, this is like, there's a lot of excitement in Disney about this movie because they've said, the, you know, it's a it's a very good movie. They're they're excited for it to come out that they think people are going to dig it. Good. I hope it's just not uh, full, of, uh, full of a bunch of bullshit I don't care about. Bill Murray's in it. Bill Murray... It's in a lot of things. <laughs> well, that's why I was gonna say bullshit you don't care about. Yeah. No, I like I like I like Bill Murray sometimes. Has the fever broken with uh with America's love affair with Bill Murray? Uh some of America, sure. I just feel like he's done enough self indulgent stuff yeah. and hasn't um Actually, balanced like, it with, with the stuff that people like. Yeah. Um that is just like, oh yeah, no, this is just a guy that like Oh yeah, he hasn't done anything like he just really cameos. great for like yeah. twenty years. He's and like he's just kind of like a cranky old man now. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Yeah, hey, Seems it happens cool. to all of us. Yeah. Was this part of your performance review? No, this is just the banter up top. Okay. <laughs> um and then maybe I want to see that Guardians movie too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I go see all these movies whether they're good or not. So, uh, um, oh, I was gonna say though, uh, what, 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 since we're talking superhero movies, what's what's your thoughts about all the big DC universe shakeups? Um, the Rock has been crumbled into pebbles. Yeah, I don't care. I won't say I don't care for The Rock. Uh-huh. You don't, don't care about The I Rock. I don't care about The Rock. Yeah. Like, uh, I think The Rock is uh, probably a very nice man. Probably not that nice anymore. <laughs> probably not, yeah. But, like, I don't wish probably, him any specific It very much depends on who you are. Yeah. As to whether... If no, you're... I bet... I always try to think of people. Mm-hmm. And I guess this isn't ever going to happen, but, like, late at night, Subway car. Mm. You ever just be like on the subway with like one other person, with one other person, and like there's some solidarity. It's like, hey, I'm glad you're not a psychopath. Yeah. And then we're like, I feel like (laughs) if me and that's what you would have with the rock. Me and the rock, if we found ourselves like, I think we'd be like, hey, I think we'd give the nod of like, you're not a psychopath. I don't know if 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 Dwayne Johnson would assume you're not a psychopath. Why? Why would he? 
Because you I'm had harmless. somehow arranged for you to be on a subway alone at I night with him. I, I wouldn't arrange it, Tom. That's the point. Well, this how is else would it have this happened? Is, this is fate. Um, Star-crossed lovers. <laughs> I think he's smart enough not to be a dick to like the little people. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, he's very calculated. But you can say like. Oh, is he not a dick because he knows that would be bad for his yeah, career yeah. if he's a dick? Or is it like being nice, no mm. matter what your motive is, if you're nice to everybody and it's because like, I don't want to look like a dick, then you're still you're being still nice, nice to nice people. Person, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that he did like uh, start from very humble beginnings and has like fought to the nail to get where he is. So I think he does... Uh, I, I don't think he, he's like one of these people that just kind of like popped into and even like, you know, there are some people that, you know, started from humble beginnings, became hugely famous, but it happened very quickly. So then they've like forgotten about being a normal person. Right. I, I think he's had a long enough rise uh, to to the top. Uh, but I also think that th- this uh, Black Adam thing is going to humble him. Yeah. And like I kind I don't blame him for taking the swing of like hey maybe I can be in charge of the DC universe. There's massive confusion here. Maybe I can turn like the entire uh DC universe into a rock Dwayne Johnson vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was probably doable too. Yeah. And even if it's half as successful as Marvel, if most of that success is coming my direction, yeah. fantastic. I can buy so many more Iron Man suits than <laughs> than RDJ. Um, I think this was my problem with uh, the Snyder Cut folk, mm-hmm. um, which is just like, yeah, do all the industry machinations you want. Yeah. Don't involve the public in it. When, yeah, yeah. When, uh, well, yeah, when Dwayne Johnson that. tweeted out like, this movie was actually profitable if you look at blah, blah, blah. Well, blah, blah. Tim, he, to be fair, he didn't do that before he talked to the financiers. <laughs> exactly. He waited. He waited till he got confirmation from the financiers. But it's just like, this is my problem with everything. Yeah. Like, everybody, like, nobody just goes and watches a movie and it's like, I liked that or I didn't like that or that was okay. Um, pe- like, people are fighting about, like, box office returns and like mm-hmm. well you know the worldwide gross would have been better if if china would uh would show yeah. up but you know because it had the same sex scene that that they yeah, couldn't that, that like, was too long for them to cut yeah and it's just like all right we don't need to worry about yeah, this just that, watch that's for the them movie to worry about. and like don't gloat when a movie you like or have aligned yourself with makes more money than yeah. another movie like yeah, it's not sports teams. Yeah, you're not getting any of this. There's nothing you're getting from yeah. this. And like so when um the the problematic Snyder Cut army <laughs> went out and was like, "Yeah, we'll fucking blow up the the, the Hollywood <laughs> sign unless you release this thing. We'll start yeah. killing people." Um it's like let Zack Snyder fight that battle. Well, and what I kind of like I'm uh, 
not surprised with what's happening right now with DC. For anybody that doesn't know, basically it's uh, James Gunn, I think Peter Safran's his name. Like they're in charge now and it seems like they're basically like firing everybody and that they're going to essentially wipe the slate clean potentially and start over. They make the movies less uh, gray. Well, I hate yeah. how gray those movies are. Well, but that's, that's the argument that it's basically they like... They should be great, not gray. <laughs> basically, it's like, look, Zack Snyder started this universe. There have been what? Probably like 10 movies, 12 10 movies, gray maybe. Movies. 10 or 12 movies that even if you're like a diehard Zack Snyder fan, you can say maybe four were good. <laughs> Most of them have been bad. Zack Snyder moved on years ago. Right. Enough is enough. You know, it's time to move on. This didn't work. Wipe the slate clean. Yeah. Start over. And they've I been trying. I don't understand being a Zack Snyder stan. What was that? I, I don't understand being a Zack Snyder. Well, exactly. Since he's left. And I'm a Jim Varney stan. <laughs> and he's it, underrepresented in Hollywood. Why is that? And it's been like five years of just kind of like. Uh, we're going to like try and take this that worked and ignore something. We're going to do like a soft reboot on this because, uh, you know, audiences tell us they like Harley Quinn, but not this character. It's just such a mess that, yeah, you got to start over. Start Clean over. slate. Degray everything. Degray everything. Make a Use new some Superman. Just for men. Make a good Superman for fuck's sake. Just make a Superman that doesn't uh, look I've never seen any of these Superman movies. Um, I liked Henry Cavill in uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, though. He is great. We reloaded his arms like they were guns. Yeah, they should get uh, Tom Cruise to be Superman. Well, they tried to get Tom Cruise to be Iron Man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was too busy jumping on couches at the time. (laughs) Exactly. He was in love. Can you blame the young man for being in love, Tim? No. You know what? Oprah. <laughs> oh, no. Oprah suggested. Are you, about, are you becoming a Tom Cruise apologist? Oprah suggested that he jump on the couch. You don't have to listen to everything Oprah tells you, especially when you're Tom Cruise. No, you should listen to I that. have to listen to everything Oprah tells me. You have to listen to everything Oprah tells you, but Tom Cruise doesn't. Can you imagine being a guest on Oprah's show? She suggests something. Yeah, but she suggested after he had already like gone over the top. So she was like, you may as well go all the way. Let's see. Let's watch it. And again, (laughs) it's only four and a half minutes. We're not watching this. Wow. She was skinny there, huh? This is how I feel about her. Uh, Yeah. He got down on his knees. He's punching the ground. He fist pumped. Yeah. All right. Pause it. Stop. We're not. No, she's about. He's about to jump on the couch. (sighs) Just watch. It happens in the beginning. He's in love. Yeah, he said he's in love. He's not about to jump on the couch. See? I think think we missed it. <laughs> we'll watch this later <laughs> on Mike. <laughs> Look, man, people really did a 180 on Tom Cruise. And by people, I mean me. <laughs> Remember when the Going Clear documentary came out? Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, this guy's done, and rightfully so. Yeah. Well, I think he just kind of like pivoted from being a Hollywood star 
to being a like I make Mission Impossible movies now. Right. I'm I'm a, a glorified stuntman. You're gonna see me die on camera. <laughs> I'm. You know what, Tim? You've always uh, suggested that Tom Cruise is doing all these things because he wants to die on camera. I'm starting to think. All right. Yeah. Tim's pointing to me. He's playing the clip in silence. Uh, to show me that Tom Cruise is jumping on the couch now. That was a quick jump. That was like one jump. He barely jumped on that couch. Yeah. He's in love. Yeah. Man, how much do you think uh, the couches on Oprah's show cost? Um, a f- few hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's a leather couch. I bet that costs a lot of money. Ah, eh, Tom Cruise is a little guy. Yeah. He can jump on the couch. <laughs> now you appear to be fighting Oprah. That should have been the more controversial thing. Yeah. Tried to murder Oprah. <laughs> um, no, but like Tom Cruise just kind of like shifted from being a celebrity to just being a guy that does Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. And even like, well, he came out with some he movie. He did The Mummy. He was in The Mummy, but he was in some movie a few years uh, ago about like a drug runner. He was in some runner. movie... Uh... Top Gun Maverick that might have uh, done Top, some yeah, Top Gun Bafo box office Tom Top Gun Maverick was another Mission Impossible movie basically yeah. like they shot it the way they sh- I Tim you watched that movie yet uh, No not yet I don't I know- canceled my Paramount Plus Oh I don't know if I've talked about it on the show but I watched that movie I do not understand what all the fuss is about. I do not understand what happened in that movie. <laughs> Um, you didn't see it in the theater. Yeah, but that shouldn't. Like, no, with a bunch of boys hooting and hollering. <laughs> that shouldn't determine whether a movie is good or not. Like people, people were, of course, loved it because of the the yeah the crazy stunts or the seeing it in a theater with the, with the sound and everything. The boys and the, hooting and hollering and the big screen. The boys hooting and hollering. But there were so many people that didn't watch it till it was on TV and were like, this is a great film. This is how you make a film. This is a perfectly structured they film. They really flew the planes, Tom. They really flew the planes on a mission where they were very careful to not say who the enemy was. Yeah, of course. They want this they want this <laughs> yeah. picture to open wide, Tom. Yeah. But uh, uh I I I was just shocked. I thought the script was very uh, mediocre. You're talking and uh, predictable. You were talking about that uh, that movie American Made. Yes, where he famously looks exactly like Tig Notaro on the poster. <laughs> um, um, came out 2017. Um, I think he learned, Tom. Um, but like nobody talked about that movie. Nobody saw that movie. Yeah, and that was the oh that was. Uh, 2017 was that movie and mm. The Mummy. Okay. So th- that I feel like was him like testing the water. And him being like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm just going to make Mission Impossible yeah. movies from now until I end up a pancake yeah. against a wall someday. So he's he's done Mission Impossible, Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. um, and then Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Part 2 are coming to yeah. soon. Um, the one where he goes to space. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be part two? What? No, that's a different film. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So the the next three films are him trying to die on camera. <laughs> and then there's a rumor in development uh, 
uh, sequel to Edge of Tomorrow called Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. Oh, okay. I'd, I'd be into that. That was a good movie. Yeah. I like that movie he made. Um, can't remember the name of it. <laughs> it was a sci-fi. For like a minute there, he was trying to just make like cool sci-fi movies. Yeah, I think after Minority Report, right? Yeah, like he made Minority Report, he made uh, Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow, and then there was another one, not Elysium, but it was something that sounded like that. Uh, I think you mean Oblivion. Oblivion, yeah. That was a cool movie, too. I don't know anything about Oblivion. So for like a minute, he was just kind of making like cool sci-fi movies that weren't based on existing properties. Uh, which I'm I'm into, and yeah. then uh, Mission Impossible business proved more lucrative. Tom, this isn't a but performance he, review. But then of he Tom learned Cruise. he can't die. Yeah, because Zenu's looking out for him. He's gone clear. He's fine. He can do whatever he's gone he wants. Clear yet? He's gone clear ten times over. Yeah. Do you think he'll ever leave Scientology? I thought you were going to say you think he'll ever die. No, he's not going to leave Scientology. He's he's up there. He's like, you know, I would say I would guess that he's kind of like he's kind of like the Dick Cheney of Scientology. We're like, he's not the number one guy, but he is. He's running. One guy. He's running the whole thing. He's got the clout. Everybody listens to him. Uh, well, that's more damning than than yeah, him yeah. just being. Oh, absolutely. Because like, I feel like everybody. I think he doesn't want to run the day to day. I think he likes being viewed as he's a patsy. He doesn't know about. He's shielded yeah. from all of the horrible stuff because right. he's a celebrity, and but he knows he, that everybody thinks that. And he's like, yeah. oh, so I'm not implicated in all of this. Yeah. But you, what you're suggesting is, he's actually secretly the puppet master. Yeah, because, like, he can't deny, like, oh, I assume these, like, 300 people that are planting flowers for my new wife uh, for the past, like, week, they're all being paid. Like, if he knows that that's not the case. He doesn't know how things work. He claims to not know how he, that shit We works, talked about this on the other episode, but he doesn't have a cell phone. He certainly does not have no, a phone. No, of course not. He does not have an email address. But he's been involved in Scientology long enough to know some shady shit's happening. But I think he, I think he probably genuinely believes this is for their own good. Right. Like the people so that- So you think he's a maniac. Yeah. The yeah. people that are doing slave labor for me- it's for the greater good because this is going to help them to realize their full potential one day. Yeah. On a subway car, 1 a.m., <laughs> you alone with Tom Cruise. I'm going to the next car. Right? I don't want yeah, to be a slave. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Tom? I could I could see myself being on a subway car, 1 a.m., just me and Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise is talking to himself emphatically the whole yeah. time. He's no, like, that's the thing. bam, whoom, oh, there I am, and there's this guy, and oh, look out, <laughs> and I'm going to the next car. Yeah, you're not allowed to jump on those seats either. You can if nobody's around. Yeah. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's take a look at the numbers here. Um, can you name... Off the top of your head. <laughs> oh, God. In 10 seconds. No, this isn't going to be a test. I know. I just want to know if you can name four of the books that you've read. That I've read or that both of us have that read? That you have read. I have read 
Sherlock Holmes. I said that already. You got seven <laughs> seconds left. I've read uh, Papa John's autobiography. I've read Forrest Gump. And I've read uh, Agatha Christie's uh, Then There Were None. Okay. That took you way longer than 10 well, seconds. And I, I gave you one of them. I can't say those in 10 seconds. <laughs> Agatha Christie's <laughs> fabulous book. Um, how many books do you think you've read um, for Books of the Podcast? Well, you said we've read total 40 books? 41. So I'm going to guess 20 books. Um, I'll tell you this much. Mm-hmm. We've read six together. Okay. We, there have been six books that we've both read. Okay. Taking those out. Okay. How many books have you read? So, Just you. So taking those out, 41 minus six, that's 35. Presumably, I've read half of those, so I've read like 17, 18 books. 16. You know how wow. many the T-Man, me, has well, read? Probably shorter books. 19. Are you including, like, you backed out of uh, Outlander? Yeah, I'm including that one. <laughs> well, then that doesn't fucking count. <laughs> what do you mean? I read it. No, you didn't read <laughs> I it. I read some of it. It was <laughs> boring. <laughs> So you're trying to prove, like, oh, I'm better read than you when you read books that you gave up on, and you're including those in your total. I gave up on because- This whole thing's a shame. What we'll show is that I want this show to be entertaining, and it mm. wasn't entertaining because I read a Tom's pick um, that didn't resonate with me or the audience, so well, I decided that wasn't good for the show. What what pick? Outlander. Oh, it didn't resonate with the audience because it didn't resonate with you. If it resonated with you, everybody will love it. I read books that I didn't like, and the audience ate it up, Tom. <laughs> Tom, I'm going to give you a quick fact. Mm. I'm going to give you two quick facts. Okay. I want to hear your reaction. Out of the top 10 most listened to book series, mm-hmm. I took the average listens over uh, <laughs> oh, each Jesus book series. Christ. Out of the top 10, uh-huh. 70% of the books were read solely by me. Wow. And, and I think we can all agree the person who reads is driving the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so only 30%. But I would argue that when I'm reading the book and I'm telling you about it, you're falling asleep over there. And that's... You know, what and, does that say about what the, 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 your ability to relay information? What does it say about your ability to like hold a conversation and listen to somebody else talk instead of talking for yourself? Also, I've had a lot of beers when you're trying to tell me about like... You were you remember Devil in a Blue Dress? Yeah. I don't think you understood what was happening in that <laughs> I book. I knew what was happening. You were trying to work he it out real time. solved the crime. Yeah. The he last, figured it, it out. Of the nine least listened to series. Walter Mosley, by the way, this is not a sponsor, but because uh, I don't think they're a sponsor anymore. Uh, but uh, he is a master class. Really? Yeah. He just seems like a good guy. Yeah, I watched a little of it. Is uh, does he wear a hat? He wears a hat a lot. He's yeah. one of those guys. Yeah, yeah that's cool. <laughs> um, so I read seventy percent of the top ten of the bottom nine. <laughs> 55, 55, 56% of the books were read by you. Okay, 56, so like a little above average. Yeah, more okay. than half. More than half, but within uh, the- If you had to choose between the two of us, 70% at the top and that- 56% at the bottom, you- it's a rounding error. Both of these are rounding 70%. errors. 70%? 70, yeah, because you probably had more interesting books 
and was a more interesting man. I'll tell you, Tom, the top-rated series that I read. Sound off in the comments. Who do you like to hear react to books more, me or Tim? Because I think that's what it is. I think that's why people listen to your episodes more because they're like, I just want to hear Tom riffing. I want to hear Tom's questions. I want to hear his insights. You don't ask questions. I ask so many questions because you rarely know the answer. You watch YouTube videos sometimes. About the I books? fall asleep. No. Oh, no. When we're doing this, I don't watch YouTube videos. You do stuff like that. No, you scroll I fall through asleep. Twitter and I stuff. try to pay attention and I get bored. Yeah. People call me out for that. Look. Yeah. And that's why they don't want to listen to my episodes because uh, they know uh, uh, they're going to hear snoring in the background. Your most listened to series. Do you want to know what book that is? Uh, you want to yes. take a guess? Uh, I don't know. Um, it was one of the best movies that I watched. And I think you watched the movie too. Did he too? <laughs> he too. Uh, Jackie well- Chan. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, 80 Days Around the World? Around the World in 80 Days. Yeah, yeah. The number one uh, most listened to, on average, uh, uh-huh. book that I read. What? Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. I probably should have kept yeah, reading it. Yeah, you should have kept going. It was so boring, though. <sighs> but people loved it. People love Scottish romance yeah. and time travel. It sucked. But like boring time travel because like people in the past just, going like, further in the past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, like, all right, well, as far as I'm concerned, everybody in the past lived around the same time. Tom, uh, so, okay. I already revealed it's like, oh, in this time, there isn't penicillin. Who Should I give, shit? do you want to give Outlander a chance? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I will. Just I maybe I will. I maybe I'll read it. All of this was me trying to figure out, like, what should the next book be? Yeah. Um, and I'm no closer. After all this numbers crunching, I'm, I'm no closer. You got to feed all this into a neural network, Tim. Uh, an AI will tell us what book to read next. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not bad. I, I like the way you think. <laughs> Some of the uh, <laughs> that's not how all this stuff works. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how all of um, Tom, uh, out of all the books that I read, mm-hmm. um, the genres, the most popular genre, okay, classic. Oh, all right. You know, I've wondered if people just kind of like us reading the classics. I kind of like reading the classics. I. Don't. Here's what I. Here's what I'm considering classics. Mm-hmm. Two thousand one, Space Odyssey. Mm, I don't know if I'd consider that a classic. A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, I don't know if I. Animal Farm. That. That's a classic. Brave New World. Yep. Oh, oh Henry. Mm. No. No. Great Gatsby. Yeah. Hobbit. Yeah. The Outsiders. Yeah. Junior. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Classic film, yes. <laughs> Classic film, the the novelization. Um, and my uh, your top genre was trash. Trash? Yeah. Like what? Um, let's see what it came up as trash. <laughs> if I did it by O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yeah, it's trash. Uh, Papa by Papa John. Yeah, all right. Uh, nothing lasts forever, which uh, Die Hard was based on. Oh yeah, yeah. That's trash, right? Uh, I don't know if that was trash. It's like a thriller. 
Okay. I mean, it certainly doesn't fall to the level of O.J. Simpson and Papa John's book. <laughs> so maybe you won't agree with it. On the Road? Ah, uh, yeah, it's that trash. That's trash, right? <laughs> um, you did read uh, one, just because it was recommended by Elon Musk, which was uh, George Orwell's 1984. <laughs> well, you just wanted to know what all the fuss is about. He kept saying, yeah. we're in 1984, and I uh, wanted to see what that what that actually meant. Yeah. Um, so I don't think, I mean, look, I forgot that I read that, uh, Die Hard book. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, it it was good. I liked it. Like it was different enough from the movie that it was interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what we can glean from this. Mm-hmm. No, we got to feed into the AI. <laughs> Maybe that we should be reading the classics, but I don't want to read the classics. The classics are, bo- I don't want to read freaking Jane Eyre. I read it well i don't tim you know what else is considered a classic what dracula we read dracula or one of us read Dracula. yeah for halloween month i think frankenstein one of us read that for yeah i read that i think um the wolfman Uh, Did you see that these uh, the stars of uh, the like uh, '60s version of uh, Romeo and Juliet that? Oh we, yeah, uh, they're suing. Yeah, that we watched in high school. Yeah, um, are suing because the girl was 15. Juliet was 15 when yeah. they filmed that nude scene. Yeah, yeah, I forgot we watched that in high school. Yeah, I thought like I it was. First period for me, mm-hmm. English class. If I had known girl, that like we were going to see, yeah, it's too early in the morning. A girl my me. age at the time, <laughs> right. nude in class, I would have uh, made sure my eyes were more open. <laughs> um. Well, I I only kind of like read the headline and the like little synopsis. I didn't read the article, but it sounds like I uh, don't. Tom R T F A. What does that mean? Read the fucking article. <laughs> um. I don't know if. There was nudity in the film, or like oh, mu- there was. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember it because I thought it said something it about was the like boys' there, butt and the there girls' were like, boobs. Uh, photographs taken on set. That no, I, so Franco Zifarelli is that his name? I found it. It's the first time I've ever heard <laughs> the, this name. The director. <laughs> oh, you talking about like is that the name of the greaser that hangs out on the corner? <laughs> No, the director, okay. he, he was just like, oh, no, like, you guys need to be nude, but, like, the angles that we use, we won't see oh, yeah, any yeah. of your uh, private parts. Never listen to that when a director yeah, tells you that. exactly. They were, too, they were too young. It seemed weird that, yeah. like, we watched child pornography in high school. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean at the time, I yeah. was just like... There was no IMDb at the time, but I was like, I think this girl was actually 15. I think yeah. that, that's what our I mean, it's not that weird considering how many teachers were pedophiles at our school. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I'm not like, you know, speculating about that. Yeah, no, that. no, it's a, it's a proven fact. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I know you like to argue the difference between a pedophile and the other thing that's like- The uh, other thing? What's the like, other thing? Uh, being attracted to like sixteen-year-olds is different. Oh, than... I've, Tim! See, once again, you're accusing me of something I've never even heard of. <laughs> I feel like that was a Musk thing that happened at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, oh, or no, like it's, one of his. It's ilk. different. Yeah. Like, 
underage and postpubescent is different than underage and prepubescent. Yeah, you know I, I mean, technically, you're right, but do you want to be the guy exactly. out there arguing that? Yeah, <laughs> like I get it, and society gets it. That like, uh, yeah, a seventeen-year-old is different than a five-year-old, but we all get that. But we all think it's wrong, just on different level. Where yeah. one's the spectrum is wrong, and one's like extremely wrong. But it's all wrong. <laughs> it's all wrong. So we don't need to <laughs> argue about semantics <laughs> for it. Everybody gets that. Except for people mm. who think it's, you know, oh, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. First degree murder and second degree murder. Someone's still, still murder. getting murdered. Still yeah. somebody's dead. Yeah. Uh, is it justified? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bit. Well, if, it's, if the court says it's murder. Would no. you murder? Do you think you have the capacity to murder somebody? Um, yes, but only under like extreme circumstances. Yeah. Like really, like, is there, can you think of somebody like, do you think you'd be able to brutally murder? Like if, if somebody, if somebody brought you Vladimir Putin himself (laughs) tied to a chair Uh and was just like, you have this hunting knife. Yeah. Um, we're going to leave for 10 minutes. Um, yeah, but then, like, at, would I, like, be in the CIA after that? Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I, okay, I'll do it. Either that or uh, they kill you immediately either way. Oh, if I don't do it? No, no, either way. If you oh, do either or if you way? Don't, yeah. Uh, I'd probably try to, like, run away. you try to cut a deal with Putin and be like, all right, you're probably better with a knife than yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm, so I'm going to cut him. the ropes Yeah, and then give you the knife. Don't. Don't hey! Yeah, don't Putin just turn, turn around and just stab second. me. Because he's, look, he's too. <laughs> what he's KGB, the, right? Uh, former, yeah. But you never really leave it. Uh, what would be the circumstances where <laughs> I'm left alone and told to kill him, but also told that I'm going to be killed either way? You weren't told that. You found out, and you're oh, like, I like overheard crossing me. Yeah, these sons of bitches. Right. Why? Why? Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, why would they do that to me? But uh, yeah, I'd be the patsy. I'd be the fall guy. Yeah, and you're so, on a ship somewhere. When yeah, this is so happening. the government could be like, no, we didn't execute him. This crazy guy, Tom Reynolds, did it. Right. We we told him not to, but he insisted. Um. Yeah, I think I have the capacity to kill. Only like not a premeditated. I think it would only be in the moment if like somebody I care about had just been killed by that person, and I had like an easy method to kill that right. person, like a gun or something. Yeah, like I think if it was like, oh, I now have to like strangle this person to death. I might about, not I be able to I think I would do be it. able to do that if somebody, if that person was actively trying to harm somebody. That yes. I, oh uh, yeah, yeah. That that I I I think is like the uh, you know it's like that thing where they say like uh, you know uh, like a mom can lift a car up. Yeah. That's, like I think if if it's like oh if I don't stop this person they're gonna hurt somebody I care about or try and kill somebody I care about. Yeah. yeah. And I think you'd. Like your morality or whatever just turns off in your brain and needs yeah. to go primal. 
Sometimes when I'm uh, pushing my this son, this is cool. This has become like the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, a, <laughs> this is what people are paying for. Uh, sometimes when I'm pushing my son, Jamie, in a can stroller. you pull up that uh, video of a guy killing another guy? Uh, I look at people on the street and be like, if this guy came at my son, like I could take this guy, yeah. um, even without that extra burst of adrenaline. And here's. Oh, there's a planter here. I'd slam his head into the concrete planter nice. as many times as it took for I mean, his that, body that's what to go they completely say, limp. Tim, like a ninja walks into a room and can immediately identify 10 ways to kill you. I think about that a lot more now that I have. Uh, like when I'm with, with my uh, my one-year-old son. Yeah. I think about like, okay, if I need to kill somebody. Tim, you should watch more Jackie Chan movies. Cause no, because always... those are too whimsical. Yeah, but you know, he's very creative with like things you wouldn't think of as weapons in a room that he then uh, turns into true. a weapon. Yeah. So, you know, like- I uh... think I'm as talented as he is <laughs> of a martial artist as well. Yeah. Well, you went you went to that same like brutal school when you were a child. You went to a brutal school? Oh, yeah. It was like a like some school where it's basically like the parents sign away their kid. Oh, I read about this. Yeah. And then it's just like we're gonna train your kid or either like he's gonna die. You might have talked about this in the around the world in eighty <laughs> two. Yeah. He's either gonna die or he's gonna come out of this as talented as Jackie Chan. Yeah. I'd take that I'd take that bit. You Maybe know what? I remember as like a teenager learning about that and being sad, being like, huh? I guess they'll never produce another Jackie Chan. <laughs> you know, before I had the the realization of like, uh, ah, probably better that no child be treated this way yeah. than a bunch of children treated this way to produce one Jackie Chan. I think I've only seen, aside from Around, Around the, world the World in 80 Days, which doesn't really count, I think, as a Jackie Chan movie. No, yeah, um, it's not in the whole thing. No, but like, and I'm talking like, I think the Classic. only Jackie Chan movie I've seen is Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, which is a pretty good one. Yeah, but I also think there's a... You should watch a Police Story. That's yeah. That's a good one, too. There's a whole box set that just came out of all the oh, Police really? Stories. Yeah. Oh, nice. Tom, how do you feel about physical media? Um, I'd like to get back into it. I kind of like... Now uh, that... The scoundrel Zaslov is uh, yeah, taking all the things. Looney Tunes off of uh, HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like I think... Uh, it's more important than ever. Yeah, it's not necessary for everything. Here's my question, Tim. Where do you fall on the Blu-ray, DVD, 4K Blu-ray thing? I don't really understand it. So do I need to buy... I bought a bargain basement... Uh, blu-ray player back okay. in 2020 mm -hmm. march 13th 2020 um do i need to get a new blu-ray player for I those to work i don't know i don't know how prevalent 4k blu-ray is as far as like the play because like i've never had a i've just had like playstations and they can mm -hmm. play all those i think the playstation 4 can play 4k blu-ray i might be wrong no i think it can and then uh, the the PS5 can do it uh, for sure, I know. Um, but, I mean, I still don't really have that many 4K Blu-rays. Actually, I don't know if I have any. How do you feel about it? Do you think it's a scam? I, I think it depends on the movie, which is what makes it hard. 
Oh, like the transfer or whatever? Yeah, because like some movies, it's like, yeah, they put out a 4K Blu-ray, but all they really... They did the same thing like your TV would do to upscale it, so it's not really necessary. Uh, especially, I think, some of the like more recent releases. Uh, not like super recent, but maybe a movie that came out like 10, 15 years ago where it's like, oh, they shot this digital in 1080p. Uh, there's not a 4K master for them to work off of. And like there are some movies where that's the case, but then they like you know, did AI upscaling or whatever and like made a better looking version yeah. of it. But uh, I only watch films from the Criterion Collection. <laughs> but I know I've always heard that about like a lot of uh, Marvel 4K Blu-rays where they're like, look, even the theatrical, the theatrical version of this, they mastered in 1080p because like they had to render out all these special effects and that takes a while and they couldn't do it, you know, 10 years ago, it took too long to do it in 4K. Right. So they just put the whole thing in 1080p. So you're a, a, a mark if you're buying this 4K Blu-ray because right. there's not, again, a 4K source. But some movies, it's like they went back to the, you know, older movies. They went back to like the original negatives and remastered it. And the 4K transfers are beautiful. So I don't know how to feel. Which is why I haven't really bought any physical media in a while. I do frequently buy physical video games, though, instead hmm. of digital. That's smart, because then you can resell them. Yeah, I mean, that's basically why, because it's like it's the exact same price. And actually, more it's the exact same price if you're buying on release day. But more often than not, if you're like buying it later, the physical media is going to be cheaper anyway. Than the digital? Yeah. Like Why the digital, because there's no competition, because it's uh, like Sony runs the digital store. But if Best Buy has too many of these discs uh, and they yeah. need to get rid of them, they'll mark them down. Um, but it is, yeah, you can sell it. And then also like for preservation, sometimes these games like go away now. And uh, it is nice to know like, oh, I can always pop this in and just play this game. I don't need an internet connection. Again, I don't. Part of me then always thinks about like like if I don't have an internet connection, I bet I have bigger problems than not being able to play PS Five. That was the thing <laughs> when I went out and bought my Blu-ray player. It's because the world was shutting down. For <laughs> you COVID, thought the internet was, was going to collapse. I was collapse. convinced that the internet was going to go off, and yeah. like, um, but I was like, then I got home and I was like, well, am I worried about the? internet failing or am i worried about the grid failing <laughs> right and like and at none this of point that has anything to do with the, is the grid yeah and none of this has it's anything to do with a virus right but i was just thinking like well if something that big can happen if a pandemic could happen that makes me have to go home and stay inside yeah maybe the grid might go down next yeah but i was just thinking and the then how am i gonna watch Step Brothers? yeah or Freaks and Geeks uh, <laughs> season one. But it is nice. I mean, and also like an uh, an underrated aspect, physical media, it, it looks better than streaming stuff. Because right. it's at like a way higher bit rate because like, you know, Netflix and uh, Hulu and Amazon, all these, like they have to pay to deliver you these movies. So they're compressing these things within an inch of their life 
hoping you don't notice. Yeah. Well, I fucking notice every time. Yeah. So put in a physical uh, thing. Yeah. Could have buy the Fablemans on. Uh, oh, are you? Tom, have you watched the Fable? I haven't watched it's a bit. Is it film. on a streaming service yet? Uh, no, you can rent it though. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I goofed. I goofed up. Okay. Well, better to rent goof, it. goof up than goof off. Yeah. Oh, did you like rent it for five dollars less than what exactly. it cost to buy it? <laughs> I rented it for nineteen ninety nine when I could have bought it for twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, you might as well at that point. Um, friend of the show, Andrew Gregory. Uh-huh. Um. It was just like, hey, you know what I decided? I'm never renting a movie again. If I'm going to rent it digitally, I'm going to buy it digitally, and I'm going to have a great library. And it's $5 more to have a Spielberg flick. Look, I was like, maybe this movie will suck, and Mm -hmm. then I, I, but now I I find myself wanting to watch it again. Yeah. Oh, now you're going to have to pony up another $20 to do it. Apple doesn't do that thing like when you buy a song off an album and then you can complete the album. No, I don't think so with like rentals and buying stuff. Yeah. That's how they make all their money off. jobs. Groups like you. Tom, Mm -hmm. uh, back to the uh, state of the podcast (laughs) performance review. Mm -hmm. I just want to uh, just give a rundown of the most popular hashtags. (laughs) Again, something that doesn't actually work on uh, Patreon, uh, right? I think hashtag Suit Squad really turned some heads, well, that, and I crushed that the numbers. Turned some heads, yeah. Patreon headquarters, they were. Uh, why are all the servers on fire? It's hashtag Suit Squad. Tom, mm-hmm. hashtag Suit Squad is the hashtag of the year for books of the podcast. Wow. Yeah, a um, surprise. Uh, you underdog. know, I got my suit. From mm-hmm. Indochino, but this also uh, leads me to my the startling confession. <laughs> yeah, and here's the startling thing: I bet you thought I was going to trick you into a confession. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I told you that. I think it's you're going to make the confession. Yeah, I'm making the confession. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I held the suit squad sweepstakes. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! Uh, where the the person who guessed when my suit would arrive closest uh-huh. yes. would win the book that I was reading at the time, uh-huh. 2001 uh, Space Odyssey. Or? Or a mystery prize. Uh-huh. Thomas Wilson. Uh-huh. Guessed it, I think, to the day. Yeah. Um, Well done, Thomas. He opted for the mystery prize. Mm-hmm. Um, I disclosed that, oh, that was going to be a spider. I was going to send him a spider, a live spider. <laughs> um, and then he opted not and to, to be clear, a spider that you like bought from a pet shop online in Florida. Yeah. Not just a spider you caught in your home and put it. Yeah. In an yeah, envelope. yeah. Yeah. No, this would be sent the right way. <laughs> um, and then Thomas got cold feet about that. <laughs> well, I because also I couldn't ship it to him based on where he lived. Uh, the, 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 the spider shop wouldn't send it to him. <laughs> he wrote, uh, hey, thanks for doing... Uh, he said, uh, I don't know if I, if I ever read this, but he <laughs> DM'd us. Hey, guys, I made a comment on the last books episode, but just to make sure you guys see it, I've decided to switch over to the book instead of risking the mystery prize again. Yeah, it makes sense. And I wrote back, thanks, Thomas. Is this because of the spider? <laughs> <laughs> And he said, well, I'm not too worried about getting a spider in the mail because of Tim not being able to send that, apparently. But 
it made me rethink what kind of weird stuff he might go with. Yeah, yeah, I bet you Googled like the snake store next. Um, yeah, so I, I said, yeah, I'll send you the book. Here's my confession. You never sent him the, the book. The book is still in my bag. I knew you wouldn't. I, I'm gonna now. Oh, you stupid. I, at the time, I was like, why are you offering this? You're not going to do I'm it. I'm gonna do it now that I'm saying it. I have an envelope I can give you. Will it fit this book? Yeah. It's a nice padded envelope. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that envelope. Yeah. Uh, how much? <laughs> On the house. All right. Thank you. Um, well, the thing is, I was looking for a, a fake spider to put in there with it. Uh, you know how hard it is to find a fake spider these days? I have a days? fake spider I can no, give you, you too. No, you don't. Yeah, I got a fake spider I can Do? give you. Yeah, I got a fake spider. All right. Okay. Um, I think. Yes. I might have gotten rid of it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they might Thomas, have scared me too many times. Thomas, if you're still a patron, um, I, you can probably click on his name see if he's still a patron, or maybe he left because uh, he was disenchanted. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's still here. All right. Well, hopefully he didn't listen, and he 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 thinks the spider that you're gonna send him is a real spider. All right. Well, uh, yeah. You'll hell? have to overnight it to him. <laughs> What the? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll overnight it to him tonight. Just give me that envelope. Um, all right. So, what should the next book be? Uh, I, I mean, it sounds like it should be a classic. I think we should put up a poll of classics. And should we both read it? Uh, I'm I, reading another book right now. Well, Tom. finish it up. You got a few days. All right. I think I think people. I think it's unanimous that people like it more when we read when we both read the books. Yeah. Um, and you know we can read shorter classics, so it's not uh like a. But they're all written in such shitty, fucking <laughs> boring language. Uh, I I have some ideas. She adjusted her corset. It's like I don't care. Oh, that's kind of sexy, actually. <laughs> yeah, you would love to read that in a book. <laughs> she adjusted her corset, and I snuck a peek of her areola. All right. All right, Tom. It's Enough with the dirty it's late in the episode. We can say words like areola. Yeah. Um, full disclosure. It took <laughs> full, me full disclosure. a really long time to uh, to crunch the very yeah, few numbers I, I crunched. I thought it would be a lot more impressive. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say, like, based on you know, <laughs> I have I, an Excel document with yeah, four tabs. I can see that, and also like. I'm, you know, I'm in our Patreon dashboard a few times a week too, and like, there's not a way to like sort this information. Yeah, no, no, this was. It's a, a very like, uh, pay, you know, uh, I know people complain to us about Patreon stuff sometimes, and like, we we have similar issues. Patreon is great; like, they do listen to this stuff, but uh, they don't listen to this show. They don't listen to this yeah. show, but they listen to our uh, yeah. our feedback and stuff. Tim, I have a page, I have a beautiful Patreon sweatshirt that I love mm-hmm. wearing. That they get. I'm a Patreon ambassador. I have a Patreon T-shirt. Oh, um, that is a size too small. Well, my sweatshirt is a size too big. So then, when it shrunk in the wash, it was the right size, which I kind of didn't like because I liked it being big. But anyway. But they are, they are very good at listening to feedback, but it takes a while. To, and like, yeah. you know, things like this, it's like, I don't know what to tell them. Like, hey, make it, 
Can you give us just a report of comments? Yeah. Hashtag use, even though you guys don't support hashtags. Yeah. So um, I'm su- I'm surprised you put all this together. I put a lot of Must work into it. Must have been a lot it. of work. It was a lot of work, but it, for very, it very produced, little pay. But hey, it produced three minutes of content. <laughs> <laughs> well worth it. Uh, Thomas, I'll send you that book. Um, sound off in the comments. Uh, what books should we read? Yeah. What types of books? Yeah, give us some suggestions. I mean, we're, yeah. we'll probably put the poll up this weekend, hopefully. Yeah, we should probably do that. As but, uh, to the but yeah, as get, get in there with some comments. Maybe we'll do a fucking classic. Yeah. Ugh. Maybe we'll do a Vlasic pickle. That, now that I can get behind. What about the sandwich slices, right? Yeah, those Tom, are good. Uh-huh. I'm making my first Detroit-style pizza tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I'll give you an update. Can't wait. Uh, patrons, thank you for being patrons. We will get back to reading books next week, I promise. <laughs> um, we love you very much. And until next week, um, keep reading. <laughs> keep... Until next week, keep reading those books. Perfect. Great. Great.